everybody. Welcome back to another edition of NFL edition of the Rambling Viking Podcast. Hope you've been good. Hope you've had a good week. So we're going to talk a little bit of the craziness that is going on. Um, first and foremost, we'll start a little bit of NFL news. If you haven't heard by now, which I'm sure you have, Kaepernick is the NFL is holding a workout that is available to all 32 NFL teams uh, for Colin Kaepernick. On uh, it's actually this Saturday in Atlanta, and my first thought is, okay, what? This is I call this un- this is unprecedented. I haven't ever seen this before. Generally, you get out of the league, or if you're not in the league and you're a free agent, and you try and get workouts from teams. Apparently, has had very little interest. No team has worked him out. Seattle only met with him, and from the small report I read from that. Uh, they asked him if he would uh, stop, if he would stand for the national anthem. I think he said no. And so they said, all right, see ya. We don't want those problems. And as far as where I stand on all of this matter, once it's this weird situation of he had the right to. And, and politically, I don't agree that his protest really made sense in a lot of ways. He totally has the right to. But kneeling for the anthem because you're trying to prove a point about there's social injustices so our country is wrong right now. Um, just to me, I don't know. I, I, I don't agree with the methods. All right. I don't really agree with the, a lot of things about, you know, the woke culture, if you will. And then obviously you had his Nike deal where people started burning their Nike clothes because he signed them. And then you have the Betsy Ross shoe debacle, um, which pissed me off and a bunch of other people who ended up, I didn't buy this, but (laughs) my dad bought this. Surprise, surprise. He bought a Rush Limbaugh made a shirt said uh, with the original Betsy Ross colonial flag, and it said, I stand with Betsy Ross. I mean, because it really comes back to this stupid idea that the founders were in a time where slavery was normalized and some of them owned slaves, and so our country was therefore founded in slavery when in actuality it was founded upon principles that allowed the tradition of slavery to finally be broken after, I don't know, forever, because in the entire history of the world, that was a thing. I'm not going to get too much off track into that, though, because that's not what this is about. This is about football. And you see the problem? This this in right here shows why teams really aren't interested in that dude. Mid-level quarterback, yeah, he took a team to the Super Bowl in, like, what, 2012? But in the day, mid-level quarterback... A start, he could start on uh, this year. He could probably start on most teams, but he could at least make a roster from a talent perspective. However, this guy has stirred the pot so much that teams and, and the NFL took huge hits. All and and there was so much bad press and publicity, and they finally and and so once they kind of once once everything kind of moved on, and now it's just really we're back to strictly football. Teams don't want to mess with non-football-related nonsense, especially on something to that scale. So I know he filed an appeal like uh, a year or two ago saying that the owners colluded to to basically blacklist him, keep him out of the league, which, okay, whatever, man. I, I, I read that headline and hear basically this voice. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. They're out to get me. It's more like... Mm. it's one of those things where 
there's a little bit of truth in a conspiracy theory. I don't think it's like the owners got together and like, don't nobody hire Cap, nobody sign Kaepernick. It's more like all of the owners in general have the same thought process of, yeah, I really want to mess with all this non-football BS that's going to that's gonna come up. I just want a guy who's going to get out here and get us dubs because ultimately that's what this is about. And they all, they all basically weigh the, weigh the do a cost-benefit analysis to say, you're not worth the cost, man. Your benefits do not justify the cost of you. And we don't want to deal with that. We can find, we can find comparable talent or we believe we can find comparable talent and um, without, without any of the nonsense or most of the nonsense. And so that's the route that they have gone. People don't want to mess with it. And especially, I think, I think if teams were even considering it, the whole Nike commercial debacle where you had people then who were like, yeah, I'm not getting any more Nike products, people burning their socks, I think that just kind of reignited the thought of, oh, still not good to sign? Okay, yeah, we're not going to sign him then. So... That brings us to this week where the NFL is announcing it. I just skimmed a little article. ESPN has a pretty good article. It's like everything you need to know. And I do question the conclusion where he's like, where he says, you know, people will say this is a PR stunt. I fully believe this is a weird form of a PR stunt. And he's like, I don't see how the NFL benefits from this, though, because they're rehashing a player who had a lot of controversy. Um, I'm going to point to the simple fact that they are now, they, I don't think they hired Jay-Z, but Jay-Z is contracted as, I don't remember his exact stupid title, but I know it as, um, I basically call him the social justice woke judge for the NFL, who's basically there to make sure that the NFL is properly woke and abiding by the wokeness code and making sure that, um, what they do is in good taste for the culture, of course, yada, yada, yada. You get what I mean at. <laughs> oh, if you can't hear the sarcasm, you should probably stop listening. Because I'm, I'm dripping with it right now in my, in my words. But anyways, uh, I look at this and I say, what, what, other, what other, this has never been done. This is weird. It feels like the NFL is trying to get him in the league so they can so they can quit having the the narrative of he he's blackballed or whatever and people can like they they don't care they just want him he can be back up somewhere random and we can squash his story. I don't necessarily believe that getting him back in the league is going to make anything better. I don't think it's going to make things worse and maybe it's something where they feel pressure like, well, we gave him a ch- we need to give him a chance, which it's not a real it's it's Saturday, so who knows how many people are actually gonna go. It's not something that people are probably gonna look to sign him immediately, but more for next season. I don't know. I don't I don't see this as a thing for me. Like this is I think this is kind of ridiculous. I think this is kind of a non starter just because it's not like you have your top a top tier quarterback who's magically not being signed for whatever reason and you're like we got to get this guy out here this dude has now been out for three years he's 32 they say he's been working out to stay in football shape but he's coming up on those years where he's falling out of his prime and a big part of his game was his ability it was his mobility like you had to run that r that rpo style offense for him and Look, some teams can pick him up if they can pick him up. I think there's plenty of young talent. Uh, fine. I mean, if there's, if there's ever a time that 
teams could need him where we see teams benching, just benching their starting quarterbacks because they're not performing enough. Like the culture or not the culture, um, the setting is right for him to possibly get re-signed next season. But honestly, I think this is kind of ridiculous. Uh, but it's because it's the NFL putting it on. At first, I thought it was something that like the Kaepernick pressured the NFL, but publicly he claimed that they had no idea. The NFL let him know about this, and then he made a bunch of asks about like the details, and they all denied it. Said no, it's going to be on Saturday. You're going to show up, and so I think it's really the NFL being trying to be like, we gave you a more than fair chance, and no team wants you. All right, it's off our backs now. And so that's just my thought on it. But we're not going to belabor that anymore. Let's get to some actual football. Let's talk about the insane week that was this last week where I think it's the worst week of the season. I got so many things wrong. Oh, my gosh. My picks imploded. I started off so good, too. I got So we started off the Thursday night game. Chargers-Raiders ended up being a super close game. Uh, Most people picked the Chargers, but I picked the upset, apparently, in picking the Raiders, and they won by two. That was awesome. And that's about all the good, feel-good picks I had. After that, everything hit the fan. Um, After that, there was poop on the floor, and I was a Roomba that ran over it and just spread it everywhere. You had Falcons at Saints. And what in the actual crap? They beat the Saints. They not only beat the Saints, they beat them 26 to 9. I I need to go back and see some of that footage. I'm gonna go back and watch some re-watch some of that because I I can't even comprehend what happened. 98% of people picked the Saints as they should. And the Falcons won. What the crap? I look, they're they're rivals. That's a longtime rivalry, and so it's one of those where it's like there's no talent, but then, I mean, looking back on it, sure, I guess there's some hindsight saying, ah, it was a total trap game. It's a rival. The rival is totally in the tank. This this could be one that could lose. And, you know, you figure it's one of those that, like, they win by a field goal, not by 15. Anyways, then you have the Bills at the Browns. The Bills were kind of rolling. Sure, they lost to the Eagles last week, but, or, yeah, last week. Or now two weeks ago. They lost to the, the Eagles, but I figured you know they got that solid defense, have a bounce back game. Um the Browns decided to upset the Bills 19 to 16. What a little game. So botched that pick, as did 79% of other people. Which I mean that one I'm less shocked about. The Browns are gonna manage to piece together some wins. They're by no means going to piece together some sort of playoff run. Uh, they're <laughs> They're still the Browns, folks, like I've said all season. This next one's interesting. Lions, Bears. The Bears won 20 to 13. Most interesting part about this, though, I picked the Lions, and it was a 50 50 split on the picks for who would win. And I think I said this in my last episode this game could have gone either way. You were, I mean, the Lions could have, yeah, they could have won this. The Bears who did win, ended up winning. I mean, it was 20 to 13. So that was kind of one of those ones. It was like, I, I, you know, based on what I've seen, the Bears are really struggling, but the Lions aren't doing anything spectacular. So it is what it is. And and that's what sucks is this week it felt, felt like there were some toss-up games like that. And I just, I got those wrong as well, and there were just upsets, there was a couple upsets with that, and so it just, it all hit me this week. All right, 
Next, thank goodness, a redemption pick because, ooh, Ravens-Bengals. The Ravens took care of business. Lamar Jackson was on the sideline at the, uh, in the fourth quarter with some shades on. 49-13. to 13. Thank you. Got, got that pick number two right if, we're, if you're counting at home. Oh, boy. And we're about six games deep here. Then, whoopty swoop, another upset. Kansas City Chiefs lost to the Ryan Tannehill, Tennessee Titans, 35-32. to 32. Ugh. Picked the Chiefs, as did 95% of everyone else. Uh, what the crap is going on with them? Mahomes was back. Banks were supposed to be back to normal. Oh, yeah. People figured out how to... I mean, they can't... The, the shootout system isn't working anymore. Their defense isn't doing enough to stop them. They're running the same problem that I'd say Oklahoma State ends up having when they lose a game. It's high scoring, and they lose by a little bit because their defense just couldn't do enough. Offense is still high-powered. I mean, scored 32 points, but Tennessee, these other teams have enough of a defense and are able to stop them just enough, and they can't seem to stop anybody right now. So I'm kind of questioning the Chiefs. have had a few rough weeks, but we'll see if they truly bounce back this week. We'll talk about that when we get there. Then um, the battle for New York. Flipping Giants are, man, they are they're gunning hard. For this draft pick, they are really working. They, they they try and like play a game like they're not tanking. Like they did a good job at not at disguising the tank, but they're tanking. And so my stupid butt decided, yeah, go with the Giants because Danny Dimes, yeah, he's doing good. The Jets suck, and the Jets win thirty-four to twenty-seven. Eighty uh, percent of people picked the Giants, so there's another upset for us. The Jets just doing surprising things. These two tanking teams that are both trying to cover the fact that they're tanking. So like, wow, let's make it look like a real fight. But uh, you can win this one, and then we'll be tied. And, and and yeah, and it's basically like, all right, whatever. Little game of golf over there. Who can score the least? Then this this is another one of those 50-50 games. Uh, Cardinals, Bucks. Even though sixty, even though the spread, sixty-one percent of people picked the Bucks. Now, who won by three? The Bucks to me, were that team that was like, they put up a bunch of yards, a bunch of numbers, but ended up losing. Cardinals were kind of the same way. Like, they've been scoring a lot. They've almost come back and almost won a lot. And I thought they were going to get over the hump that week with a, with a shaky Bucks team. Uh, not quite, but as always, he seems to get this every week. Shout out to Kyler Murray for that man is doing his darndest, and that team is just almost. I think they're going to they're gonna be good next year uh, if things if they, they can kind of hold things together. Like, they're going to they're gonna win a lot more instead of being – you know, three, six, and one, they'll be like a five and five type team, you know, right? They'll, all these close games like this, they'll, they'll get over the hump on some of them. So that was another pick where I was like, ah, eh, kind of going with the upset, I guess, but it's to me, it was kind of just another toss up game and got that wrong. So yeehaw. Then in what the crap news, the Dolphins got a second win against the Colts, who have been my sleeper team all season, who I was picking against at the first half of the season, but they were winning, and so I said, my bad, guys. Started picking for them, started getting those picks right, and then they take a dump against the Dolphins. You lost to the Dolphins, 16-12. to What kind of score is that, first of all? You just screwed up 97% of people's picks. That 3% of picks, it's four Miami fans in Miami who are just trolling everybody, try, picking Miami. Dad Gummit, another upset. So that's one. Um, 
that's kind of 52. Three upsets, big upsets. Falcons, Saints, Titans over Chiefs, and now Dolphins over Colts. Three upsets in a week, so it's already kind of been a weird week with all these upsets, and it's like I predicted all the wrong ones. Um, But I finished strong at least. Thank goodness. Finished strong. Panthers, Packers. Packers won 24-16. Close, good game. 91% of people picked the Packers. I'm I'm proud to say I was in that. Then we have the struggling Rams versus the sleeper Steelers, who have just have that defense. Hey, Steelers won 17-12. Now, here is, I guess, an upset looking at the pick percentage. Here's an upset I picked. I didn't feel like I was picking an upset. I feel like I was reading the writing on the wall. You got a gnarly defense, which means they're going to get pressure on Goff. They're going to be able to shut down the run. Goff does bad under pressure. So the Rams are going to struggle overall. And what happened? Boom. Just that. 82% of people picked the Rams. I, who Those people are just riding the clout from last year, not not seeing the writing on the wall that like when Goff is poised to win if, his, if he can get some good protection. And against a nasty... Steelers defense, he's not getting that. So that's why I picked the Steelers. Um, so good job, me picking an upset. Sweet. Then we have Vikings, Cowgirls. And although uh, the Vikings are in the NFC, so like for the Eagles playoff spot, they have the tiebreaker over the Eagles. So I was kind of hoping, you know, I, I this is a situation where I needed both teams to lose, but the division comes first so thank you Cowboys for putting up a good game but losing to the Vikings 28 to 24 I this was what kind of 50 50 toss-up game it was 54 percent of people picked the Cowboys um I was not in that percentage duh picked the Vikings Kirk Cousins out here shocking the world beating beating all the people now all I need from the Vikings I need another late season meltdown from Kirk Cousins and uh, I just need the Cowboys to continue to sputter, and the Eagles can beat them out and win the division, make the playoffs, boom, bada-bing, bada-boom, put together a good run, everything gets to flow in, and we make a run for the Super Bowl. But we got to figure out our, our receiver situation. Then last but definitely not least, definitely the best game of the week, Seattle Seahawks at San Fran 49ers. I forgot I did this. I thought I picked the 49ers. I did not. I saw this as a situation of... I picked, I guess, the upset. 43% of people, only 43% picked Seahawks. Uh, they won in overtime, 27-24. San Fran's rookie kicker could not get it done, and he super shanked it. He didn't just shank it. He super shanked it, made it into the tunnel. Ugh. That's tough to be signed that week and then come up and be like, yeah, we need to kick like four field goals, two of which are going to be like the game's going to ride on them a little bit. Um, woof. Uh, the Niners put up a good fight. Garoppolo didn't look that great, but uh, Russell Wilson is just making his MVP campaign. So I picked the Seahawks, though, because I was like, San Fran's got to lose at some point. This feels like a good game for them to finally lose because it's going to be a tough game. So all in all, I got six correct. Um, rough week. Uh, if you look back, last three weeks, it was I got 10 points then 13 points, then 7 points, and now 6 points. I'm hoping this trend downward does not continue. I'm not going to end up doing very good if it does. Uh, but we're getting into the meat of the season, the middle of the season. We're having some teams that are fighting for some playoff spots, which we're talking about now, seeing a lot of playoff picture stuff. It's getting really, really exciting. Um, 
So let's go ahead and jump into this week. Start talking about those matchups. First and foremost, here we go. Steelers are one of those teams kind of in the hunt here. Uh, Thursday night, tonight, Steelers-Browns. Um, most people are picking the Steelers, as am I, just because of that gnarly defense. That gnar- I know the Browns are riding high, but what we've seen is Baker tries to create like he did in college, but a good defense reigns that in, and he starts making a lot of mistakes. I think that's going to be the same story here. Uh, I'm going with the Steelers' defense on this because that's what's that's what's been really carrying them. So Steelers' defense, I'm taking Steelers over the Browns. I think it'll be a decent game, though. And then I don't even know what to make of this next one because the Falcons completely shocked the world, but I think they're going to go back to their tanking ways. You got Falcons at Panthers. Panthers just lost a close one to Green Bay. They're five and four, so they're trying to. They need to, you know, win out to try and um, gun for a playoff spot. Uh, Kyle Allen's that dude. Cam Newton. Cam Newton is out. That's my prediction. Cam Newton's out. He's going. He. I think he might get signed with another team. But writing's on the wall here, dude. Cam maybe was the problem. As as much as I hate to say that, but like when you see, I'm seeing what Kyle Allen's doing here, and he's like, dude's doing pretty good. Um, so it feels, looks like, hmm, it's one of those things where you don't realize, you like, you're like, oh no, Cam's like a former MVP, made it to the Super Bowl, all this stuff, and then he gets hurt, and a new guy comes in, and you're like, wait a minute, hold on, why why is everything clicking all of a sudden? But it wasn't clicking before, and it hasn't been clicking for the last two seasons. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, and you awkwardly look over at Cam like, yeah, we got to go, uh, but you can stay here. <laughs> yeah, you're going you're gonna to need to leave. <laughs> Anywho, Bills, Dolphins. What the crap, Dolphins? I'm picking the Bills. They're six and three. I think they they could still make the playoffs. Dolphins, I thought you were trying to tank. You're two and seven now. What the crap? Um, I don't think they're good for three wins in a row. No way. No way. Um, Cowboys, Lions. Ooh, this is a tough one because well, actually, it's Matthew Stafford less Lions. So I'm. Ugh. Have to do the terrible thing. I can I I hope for a, I hope for a tie or an L. Look, Lions, I don't need you to, to outscore them. I just need you to score the exact same amount and don't let them score anymore. Can we do that? Can we do that? Because um, I need this NFC East to go to the Eagles. <sighs> but football mind says Cowboys are going to bounce back and they're going to beat the Lions. However. Maybe the Lions surprise us. I hope they do. I hope this is a pick I hope I get wrong. As weird as that is. I, I hope in some sense I hope I get it wrong. I hope I get it wrong for my fandom side. But I'm going with the Cowboys, as is most everybody else. Whatever. Broncos Vikings. Broncos were on a bye last week, huh? Yeah, because we didn't see him in the game. The Broncos have been one of those teams that likes to screw up my picks by randomly upsetting and then the next week coming out and tanking. Vikings are hot. I don't think they're going to melt down against the Broncos. They're back at home. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Again, as is like 90% of other people. Ah, Jacksonville. They're back in the mix with old Nick Foles. Is he back in it? Oh, man. Napoleon Dynamite and Uncle Rico tearing things up in Florida. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, man. 
Nick Foles is not on the injured list. I believe Nick Foles will be back this week. Can you dig it? Oh, man. Yeah, because Gardner Minshew, my boy Gardner Minshew has been struggling. And so I think he's getting the bench. Uh, so to me, Nick Foles could come out and could sling that thing. Dude's got away with uh, deep threats from receivers and stuff. However, I think the Colts are so embarrassed and they're back at home. I think they're going to win. I'm going to go with the Colts. Colts, I'm giving you another chance. Don't make me a liar. Don't make me wrong. I was wrong for the first like five weeks because I doubted you. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but could you could you just get back to do to doing that winning thing, please? I think this will be a decent game, though. Right now, it looks about six percent of people pick the Colts. Uh, I'm in that sixty percent, but I think I think Jacksonville could put up a good fight. But I don't think they're going to win. Saints Bucks. Everyone's picking the Saints. Surprise, surprise. But after what happened last week, I like I said, I need to go back and watch the tape, and I might I might flip flop this. I don't think I will. I don't think you're going to see two upsets like that. I think the Saints are going to bounce back in a real way um, because they're not trying to be made to look like fools. So I'm going to go with the Saints again. They should trounce the Bucks. If they lose, though, I'm going to have some serious questions because Drew is back. So you boy, Drew Brees. All right. Looks like we have our non-bye-bye-week game of the week right here. Oh, yeah, that's definitely it. Don't even have to look at any other game to know. Jets at Redskins. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, man. How flipping terrible. Ugh. Uh, looks like Jets are the slight favorite. Uh, I would agree with that because the Redskins still have a terrible quarterback situation. No idea what's going on there. Dwayne Haskins, maybe. Uh, oh, man. The Redskins are a total dumpster fire. The Jets tried. They're trying to convince us they're not a total dumpster fire by putting up 34 points against the Giants last week. But that was another one. Like, come on, man. Going with the Jets. They're going to they're they're They got some momentum. They're going to carry it. They're going to win. All right. Texans Ravens. Wow. Really? Like 85 percent of people picked the, the Ravens. This will be a really good game. Uh, oh, and this, I hope this will be my region. I think this will be the one that I get to watch. Sweet. I think this is going to be closer than the pick spread. I'm still going to go with the Ravens. Um, it's back in Baltimore, so there's that factor, too. You have a Texan team who plays in a dome in the south. So we're going to the Ravens up north. Are they playing a dome, though? I think they might play in a dome. Hmm, don't remember. Someone will correct me on that. I'm sure that's fine. But I'm going to go with the Ravens, Lamar Jackson and his cool shades, which, by the way, oh man, that, is, that has to be one of the greatest things. Uh, my favorite meme for, for that picture, if you haven't seen that picture, look up Lamar Jackson with, on the sideline with shades, or just look up Lamar Jackson. It'll probably come up. And they... Uh, it it said it had it showed him that picture and it said when the teacher uses your your work as an example of how to do it to the rest of the class and he's just sitting there with a smirk I'm like that is yeah that's absolutely perfect all right so then we got Cardinals Niners as much as I you know I've become a real Kyler Murray fanboy this season um, I really wasn't that big of one before but for some reason it's just he's grown on me seeing the fight in that man the stone cold nerves of him 
No matter no matter what the score is, he's sitting there slinging like he's going to win the game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Niners. Tough loss, but I think they're I think they're going to bounce back and they're at home again. And the Cardinals, to me, like I said, they're just that team that just can't quite get over the hump. Now watch this. You know, watch this be the upset this week. Watch the Cardinals come in, and then you have the Niners lose two in a row, two in a row, one to a good team, and then one to a trash team, and then everybody starts questioning everything about the Niners, uh, which I I will I will won't do that if that happens because. I just feel like the Cardinals are primed and ready. They've lost so many close games. They're primed and ready for one of these times, one of these weeks. They're going to do it. They're going to upset again, and they're going to get over the hump. They're going to win, and it's going to be a shocker, kind of like the Falcons did against the Saints last week. But uh, my football brain still tells me I don't think that chance is big enough this week uh, where I think I think the 49ers are still going to win. I don't think this is the right week for the upset with the Cardinals. I mean, I called two upsets last week. Uh, oh, a couple ups, technical upsets, if you want to call it that way, based on the pick spread. Sure. So I'm feeling pretty good. But I also had three upsets that came out of nowhere on me. So I have, I, I give myself zero credit on actually knowing when these things are happening. The 0-9 Bengals versus the 5-4 and Raiders. The Bengals. Uh, in this weird sort of way, uh, I'm pulling for the Bengals to go 0-16. I, I don't know why I want an 0-16 team. In the season, I just won it for some. Maybe we've just been spoiled with like the Browns being that 0-16 team that it's like now we may not have one, and I'm a little sad. Uh, I guess it's just the troll in me. Obviously going to pick the Raiders. The Bengals are in total shambles. Uh, but the Raiders could always implode this week if they really wanted to. I don't think so. I don't think they will. Going with the Raiders, they got a good win last week, so hopefully they can string together another good win against a worse team. And then, ooh, tough game. Oh, Pats, Eagles. Mm, you know I want to pick the Eagles. Being that what looks like 10% population, pick the upset against the Pats. Oh, what do I do? What do I do? The obvious easy answer is the Pats. That defense has been crazy good. And against a receiving core that's been eh, in a line against that's been eh, um, the line's done a little bit better. I just, I just don't know if our where our receiving core is right now, and our and our freaking offensive play calling. I don't feel like it's in the right kind of spot. We've had two weeks to prepare though, but it's just not in the right spot. I, I personally believe I, I'm starting to look at the writing on the wall in the sense of I realized our receivers coach for the last two seasons that became our offensive coordinator after the Super Bowl run when that guy got hired at the Colts. Uh, right when he got hired at the Colts, Mike Groh became. And so now I'm looking saying, hmm, our receivers weren't that great. The development hasn't been that great. Looking at like Nelson Aguilar, Jordan Matthews, like we haven't brought in any really great receivers here. Alshon Jeffrey aside, but even then his implementation has been hasn't been the best for him not his fault but i look at it and say okay so we have subpar receivers but we look at it and we say yeah we well, go ahead and start calling the plays and then all of a sudden we start having these weeks where it's like the play calling falls apart hmm feels like the writing's on the wall here that we've got to switch things up now here's the problem with that doug peterson is a lot of play calling as well so it's like crap i don't know kind of comes back on him like you got to make a better decision than that my man uh, but I haven't. I don't think I picked an upset this week. Maybe one. 
Mm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go against my fandom here, and I'm gonna hope the Eagles win, and I hope I'm wrong. But I just think those that Patriots defense is gonna cause some problems. But I hope the Eagles win. Come on, Eagles fly, Eagles fly. I hate doing that. I hate having to pick against my teams or for the teams I hate. Then we got Bears, Rams. Holy crap. And everyone thinks the Rams are just going to trounce the Bears. Think they're going to bounce back. The Bears got that nasty D line, but their defense has really softened up in uh, recent weeks. And so they've been able to string together some wins. You know, I'm going to go with that. I'm gonna, I think the Rams are going to do enough. Uh, if, they, if they can just protect Goff and not allow him to get under too much pressure, I think they'll be all right. So I'm going with the Rams on that one. Then finally, Monday night, we have the Chiefs and the Chargers. Uh, it feels like a straightforward pick for the Chiefs, like 95% of everyone else who's picked the Chiefs. However, they lost to the Titans last week. The Chargers lost a close one. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. Phillip Rivers could string together a win. I think I think it's going to be closer than we expect, and the Chargers are going to give themselves some hope, but I think the Chiefs are really going to come out with a fire. I think they're – I think I – think, Patrick Mahomes being back last week was his first week back. Now it's going to be his second week being back. I think he's going to come out with a fire. He's in, they're, they're going to be out for blood, and they're going to catch that dub. So that's my picks. I'm going to submit those in the system. Love to know your picks or any of your thoughts on anything that's happening around the NFL. Uh, what you think of this weird Kaepernick situation that's like why? Like you never see a quarterback, quarterback, a mid-level quarterback being given a workout like this. Usually it's like you – Teams will work you out. If you're interested, you can reach out to teams. But So this is kind of a weird-like thing that the NFL is setting up, but I think they're doing it to try and, I don't know. I think it's really kind of just a PR stunt, reading through it. The guy on ESPN who wrote that ESPN article uh, didn't think so, which was weird enough. Like I guess he took it as semi-genuine, and he's like, look at, it, look at Kaepernick's stats. They speak for themselves. Yeah, that was like three years ago. He is now 32. He's getting up there in age. Uh, for, for, I mean, yeah, quarterbacks longevity are a little bit longer, but he's, he's going to start losing his legs and I think that could affect his game. Plus I get, he may be working out and in shape, but that's three years now of not being in the NFL. Like it's going to be, there's going to be some rust that has to be worn off. Uh, but anyways, let me know your thoughts on anything and everything. Uh, hit me up, uh, the rambling Viking at gmail.com. Love to know your input on picks, anything about last week, anything looking forward to this week, any NFL stories in general. I uh, want this to be a conversation. So appreciate you listening. If you liked it, shoot, why not? Give me a little like, give me a little subscription. Maybe, you know, maybe share with one of your buddies or something like that. Like, Hey, check this guy out. If you're interested in NFL stuff and, uh, you know, build this base, make this more of a conversation. Uh, that's right. That's what I ultimately want it to be is like, you know, me coming on here and talk, but then I'm having a conversation with the listeners, um, via, you know, via email or shoot. Even if you, if you, if you think you want to come on as a guest, sure. Hit me up and we can figure that out in your phone call. Or if you're in the, if you're in the Oklahoma city area, we can maybe get you in studio put that in quotations because it's not technically a studio but we could figure that out so appreciate your time thanks for listening see ya